Welcome to What I Wish I Knew by Dental Head Start, your weekly mentoring session thanks to cpdjunkie.com.au. We all have expectations that we set on ourselves, but when we're forming these expectations, we often look to our external world and we naturally compare and contrast ourselves to what we see out there. And our window to what's out there is usually through social media. So unfortunately, these expectations we form are often based on lies, or at least a very warped reality. Social media is kind of like this parallel universe that most of us live in. And despite most of its benefits, it can create a complete illusion that we're falling behind or not good enough or just um, not up to par. Dr. Sam Coe, one of the most prominent young dentists in Australia, is no stranger to social media and often uses the benefits it has around education, uh, forming a community and more. But he also recognises that it can be a breeding ground for perfectionism, which is basically the tendency to form, I guess, an overly critical self-evaluation based on the constant strive for an unattainable level of flawlessness or perfection. And we all know that to be far from the truth in dentistry. So in this podcast, Sam challenges this notion and resets the perspective um, that we all should have when we're absorbing this external world. And he challenges it to form one, a perspective, I guess, that's more realistic and more self-compassionate. Sam starts by explaining why it is that social media can leave us feeling so susceptible to feelings of anxiety, criticism and self-doubt in our capabilities as dentists. Social media is just so um, accessible to everyone. You can literally have 100,000 or a million dentists um, at your fingertips. You can go on Instagram, you can go on Facebook, um, you can even go to Twitter and LinkedIn these days and people's cases and, and people's opinions will pop up. And I feel like it puts a lot of undue pressure and burden on us to then go, oh, why am I not like that? Why is my composite not like that? Why is my veneer not like that? Why can't I take this tooth out in 45 seconds like I can see on Instagram? You know, um, and that gets us anxious. I mean, our human nature is to try to compare ourselves to, to other people, no matter how you like it or not. Um, because we, we want to be loved, we want to be liked, we want to basically um, be similar to someone else, or we want to be part of a group or fit in. And part of that is to basically try to do what someone else does. Um, and I see a lot of it. We, we you know, there's a, a couple of Facebook groups that both of you and I are part of. Um, and there's also a lot of people that message me on Instagram these days too. I literally had to talk a couple of people in the last six months out of quitting dentistry. Um, they literally sent me essays and essays. I've never met them before in my life. And it's the same on these Facebook groups too. People are actually admitting the amount of stress involved because they feel as though they're just not good enough and they feel as though they just want to quit dentistry because that stress is getting to them. Um, so it, it's, it's, a, it's a big topic and, and it's something that I, I really feel as though you and I should really talk about tonight. Yeah, I think you and I both love being involved in education, but if I – sat in a room of dentists and said, you know, everyone be completely honest, raise your hand if 
you've been so affected by workplace stress, stress and anxiety related to attaining this unrealistic standard about dentistry. I think everyone would raise their hands and say, I've experienced that. Am I right in saying that you have also experienced this? Because on one hand, you seem amazing and confident and competent and just a superstar. No, I, I mean, even talking to you now, you know, um, and knowing that people are going to listen to this, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling myself. I was going to say shitting myself. I'm just going to say it, shitting myself. Um, part of me basically is, is wondering if people are going to listen to this. Part of me is, is wondering, do people even care what we're talking about, you know? Um, but there, there are a lot of times where over the years, even now, I question my abilities. I basically pick up the phone and I'm on Instagram especially and I go, wow, this person's case is amazing. Like, why is my rubber dam not as flat as that? Why can't I basically retract something as good as that? It's just, you know, these little things here and there. Um, and then I guess the thing that always brings me back is is I kind of always then think, you know what, these are the best cases or these are the best of the best cases or these are at least the cases which I think are acceptable to be posting on social media as that dentist or, or dental person. So I have to appreciate that for that one case that someone might post, then there's literally hundreds that they didn't post, if that makes sense, you know. And this, the stress is you go through Instagram and you see different dentists post their one out of 100 cases. And I'm the same to them. Like sometimes I just do a crown insert or I do an onlay insert and I look at it and go, oh, that shade's not 100% right. You know, I'm not 100% happy. Or I, I look at it and I'm like, look, the lab didn't do the greatest job in terms of, you know, the anatomy and everything. I'm not 100% that happy. Um, it fits, you know, but it's just, you know, it's, it's off here or there. Or I do a prep and then I take a scan and then there's this margin that is not perfectly smooth. Or there's a margin which, you know, has a right angle to it. Or there's um, a part where, you know, there's, there's a bit of composite left or something like that. And... Obviously, people need to know that I am just a human being. You are just a human being. Everyone's just a human being. There are a lot of cases that are not shown on social media and shown in lectures and seminars and workshops that don't go 100% right. Like even the cases where you, you see a lot of dentists, um, there are some that kind of post their journeys, I guess, in a way, and they post their learnings and what they show as perceived failings. Um and, you know, at the end of the day, they've shown that, but they also feel as though that work was actually quite acceptable. Like, you know, no one's going to really show a, a case where everything went wrong, everything went to, you know, to poop and literally nothing turned out. Like these cases, you still look at them and I guess I, I feel like some of them, not all of them, but I feel like some of them are still expecting people to message and go well done that was amazing anyway i still love your fisher anatomy i still think your contour is amazing i have no idea what you're talking about i still look up to you and all that sort of stuff you know what i mean yeah um and this is not to single anyone out i'm just literally saying it like it is and, and that's the same as me too like i post up cases which i get a good reaction on instagram you know but for every reaction that i post on instagram there's also that patient that doesn't allow me to post or, or um, they look at their teeth their first time, their new veneers, and then they basically go, oh, yeah, they're white <laughs> or they're straight. And then, you know, they, they aren't in love with the result. Or there's cases basically where you do that filling and you take the photo 
and um, one of the contacts isn't 100% perfect and you go, bugger, I'm not going to post it on Instagram now. Yeah. As you said, our brains are wired for comparison and because we work alone as dentists, we don't, we're not working side by side and looking over each other's shoulder and seeing what each other's up to. The only way we have of comparing one another is really through social media and perhaps that is just casting really unfair projections of what normal is. So it's really important um, for the sake of everyone's mental health that we take everything with a grain of salt. It's 2021. We're used to cloud-based software enhancing every aspect of our lives. But what about something we use every day, our dental practice management software? Imagine something rethought from the ground up, designed for intuitiveness, leveraging what's possible in today's technology. Something that optimizes our daily workflows and does what modern dentists need to stay competitive and connected. Principal practice management software is this, intelligent, efficient, and intuitive because it's 2021 and you can expect something more. Go to principal.dental to learn more. Now, you mentioned that um, you're very heavily involved in the Young Dental community. You're the founder of um, Young Dentist Hub, which, which has hundreds of members. Um, was, and th- you th- just th- said- Thousands, th- thousands, thousands, yeah. thousands. I'm so sorry. No, Gosh, no. There are many thousands of dentists <laughs> in Sydney, in, in uh, Australia. Um, but you just said to me that you've probably had dozens and dozens of dentists contact you over the years on the brink of wanting to quit, sometimes, you know, worse. Can you tell me, have you personally ever experienced uh, a low point in dentistry yourself? Yeah, I've experienced plenty of low points, and 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 this is um, basically to tell you, tell everyone out there that nobody's perfect, and you are you're human after all. Like you, you are allowed to experience emotions. You're allowed to basically be down. You are allowed to basically feel ecstatic when you have cases that go well. Um, the first thing I just really want to highlight is that you are definitely not alone, right? So. Um, Dentistry is a very stressful profession. There's a reason why you needed that study score, enter score, ATAR score to get in. There's a reason why, basically, it's such a difficult course to get through. And there's a reason why, you know, we charge the fees or do what we do because there's not a lot of people that can take it out there. Like, if you take a step back, not a lot of people want to basically stare in people's mouths and smell periodontitis and basically look at loose teeth and take teeth down and look at pus and blood and saliva all day long. But you have chosen to be in this profession and, and you do. So that's already a big kudos to you. Um, getting back to your original question, you know, I, I have plenty of points, especially when patients actually threaten complaints and legal action. That's uh, that, That's a time where... I have sleepless nights, like, and this is not to um, uh, kind of boast or gloat, but I've had times in my professional career and very recently too um, where you literally don't sleep for days or don't sleep for weeks when something goes pear-shaped and and a patient basically threatens legal action or you wonder, oh, my goodness, like, could I have done better? Um, and getting back to your, your first point, you then go, oh, why did I not do this perfectly? Or why did I not do this the way that I knew? 
I, I, it should be done. And um, again, when it starts kind of going legal and people threaten legal action, um, that's basically when you start really questioning, did I do 100% the right thing? Or did I do everything perfectly to the T, um, you know, um, by the book? And even recently, you know, this past week, um, uh, my associate and I have basically received a complaint from a patient, literally, that literally said that we did not treat the patient um, to the best of our abilities or the, the best standard. We didn't communicate things properly to them. And they literally walked out the door halfway through um, my associate discussing the treatment plan. And then subsequently, you know, me trying to step in and, and converse with the patient, they basically then got angry at me and then actually um, then took basically anger out on me. And that's made it difficult for me to sleep this past week as well because I'm literally replying to their emails and messages and phone calls. And then as soon as that reply comes back, wow, when, when you guys get that first reply from like a legal letter or complaint or a patient basically saying that they're unhappy, your heart skips a beat, your heart races quite a bit. And have you had that experience before too, Chidham? I absolutely have. And actually, um, you know, as you said that, my my blood pressure started going up as well. But if you've been in dentistry and you, you're actually um, doing more than a checkup and clean, you are going to encounter something going wrong, a patient being upset, sometimes it's fair, sometimes it's unfair, sometimes it's completely bad luck, but the pain is still there. The sleepless nights happen um, and potentially the, I mean, I wonder what you think about this, but if your personality is if you're sensitive, if you feel the pain and the stress and the anxiety, it's probably because your care factor is high and that's yeah. not a bad thing. Um, it's just something we have to learn to um, deal with better. So these days what um, certainly for me, I mean, I've cried over treatment going wrong and having an adverse outcome and replayed every single thing that I did and said and were my notes correct and should I have done this and I should have never gone ahead with that treatment. What's your opinion on that? My my basic stance on this is very, very simple and this is probably like the take-home message. Um, dentistry is not your life. And I know that doesn't sound like it answers the question, but a lot of us live and breathe dentistry and, and that's great. Like we have a great passion for dentistry, but at the end of the day, it's not the be all and end all and dentistry does not define you as a person. And you need to basically appreciate that. Yes, this complaint or whatever the treatment did not go according to plan, but you have the rest of your life to, to actually um, worry about and and that's one of the ways that I, I kind of gradually overcame or over has, have overcome a lot of this fear and anxiety and stress related to things like complaints and treatment not going right obviously you know over time you, you kind of you know have that experience under your belt so you know what you need to do better next time but a lot of it too is actually making my work-life balance ideal so making sure that I'm doing other stuff other than just dentistry. I, uh, I'm going out with friends. I'm literally playing lots of sports. And I know this sounds really stupid, 
it sounds like, you know what, what does this have to do with literally workplace stress and treatment stress and, and patient complaint stress? You just need to understand that dentistry is one aspect of your life and, you know, there are other aspects of your life to enjoy. There are other aspects that will give you joy and give you fulfillment. Um, once you kind of get over that bump and, and figure out how to, you know, fix that problem and deal with that patient implant or fix that tooth that you perforated or fix that broken root that you left in there, it's it's a pretty simple fix usually. You know, if you break a root, if you can't take it out, refer it on. If you perforate a tooth, refer it on to an endodontist. If you basically didn't make a patient happy, talk to someone about it. Talk to someone about how you can then communicate or approach uh, and discuss things with that patient again. There's always another step to take if something goes wrong or something doesn't go 100% according to plan. But be aware that literally once that's done and once you've put 100% into correcting that right or wrong, then there's other parts of your life too. And this sounds so simple, but literally talk to your friends about these problems. You know, your friends are there to support you. A true friend is always going to be there for you, whether not the dental or not. Go out and do other stuff. Like, I mean, you don't want to be thinking about dentistry and your problems all day long. Like those sleepless nights that I've had are always broken up by the fact that like maybe like once a week, I know I'm going to be going to see my non-dental friends. I'm going to be going to play, you know, a game of basketball or, or tennis. They're the things that I really look forward to. And they're the things that give you those positive endorphins and basically literally re- get you realizing that there are other things to life than just fixing that one tooth that went wrong. Yeah, I think um, having that perspective is um, really important. So you, uh, you know, assign the appropriate weight of something to a problem because you're right, we can feel like dentistry is our world, dentistry is our life. But at the end of the day, all things pass and there is always something that can be done. There is a next step. There is an appropriate course of action. Sometimes it involves swallowing your pride and you know, um, putting your tail between your legs and writing a humble letter back to your patient. Like coming back to the example before, you know, the patient that complained about our uh, conduct and behaviour this past week, we knew that we did absolutely nothing wrong. It was just literally the patient. Um, And, you know, she she basically said, well, she basically got angry because we were running 15 minutes late. Um, we just did nothing wrong, but she came in obviously with a purpose and unfortunately we treat the public and the public people are different. Everyone's different. You and I are different. We react differently to different things. You're not going to please everyone. You're not going to basically, um, be friends with everyone. You are not going to basically like everyone and vice versa. Patients sometimes just don't like you. (laughs) Just get over it. You know, you're not, you're not perfect. Like I, I can't be liked by everyone. Um, and once you get that through your head, I know it's hard to get through your head that you can't be perfect and liked by everyone. You kind of sleep a bit better. <laughs> is, is, wait, is that cynical? Is that very oh, cynical? Oh, no, not at all. You know, you said uh, so many dentists, you know, have, have been close to the brink of, um, you know, wanting to quit their careers because they encounter a problem that challenges their resilience capacity so greatly that they want to give up. Sorry to interrupt, 
But how do you make the most out of your CPD? I think the first step is to make sure you've chosen the right CPD. And how do you know that unless you've seen it all? cpdjunkie.com.au is made so that all of the dental CPD in Australia and New Zealand is in the one place. We've got all of the webinars, all of the live courses coming up on the website, easy to find and easy to filter. And the second step, well, it's all in the free ebook on their website, cpdjunkie.com.au, the home of Australian dental CPD. Thank you for supporting dental students and graduates and thank you for supporting the Dental Head Start podcast. If someone reached out to you right now with a problem, I've just had a patient issue or I've had something go wrong or I've got a terrible boss or I hate my workplace environment, I want to quit dentistry, what are the main pieces of advice you give these um, young dentists? Um, number one, what I've learned a lot of the time over the years is don't act reactively and brushly. So basically, if you get a patient complaint or you have an argument with your boss or you basically have a disagreement or something went wrong, don't feel the need to treat it there and then. Um, so what I mean by that is if a patient complains about you, for instance, don't feel as though you need to respond within the hour. When I first graduated, I felt like, oh, my God, the patient complained. They've asked me a question. They asked me to get back to them. I have to literally call them up straight away. We have to have a chat straight away. I just send them an email straight away and deal with it straight away. Um, the, the, the best thing I've ever done and learned is if you have to do something that you're stressed about or um, is important, then sleep on it. Um, and I know this is so stupid because we get taught this all the time um, and, you know, it's always in movies and TV shows, you know, people always say, oh, no, just sleep on it and then, you know, deal with it tomorrow. But that's exactly what you need to do. If you have an issue or if you have a stressful moment or whatever, sleep on it before you do anything, you know, to, to brush. Whether not it's quit your job or do something that you're going to regret later or say something that you're going to regret later, just sleep on it and take a step back and just think about it a bit more. Um, number two, so when something does happen to you and you get really panicky or whatever, you need to have a really good support network. Um, I literally have a really close group of dental friends and non-dental friends that I can really, you know, um, rely on or literally count on to have a chat with very, very honestly, if something were to happen. And I know that they're not going to judge me. They're not going to basically, um, say, oh, you're, you're a crap dentist, Sam, like, you know, you're, you're terrible at what you do or you shouldn't have done this or you shouldn't have done that. They're, they're just there to listen. And if you, if you don't have those people in your corner when something goes wrong, um, I know this sounds really weird, but make sure that your um, indemnity insurance is a really top quality insurance. I know this sounds really out of the box, but I've had moments in my career where I literally pick up the phone and I call my indemnity insurer and they have a dental legal advisor that will then um, have the experience and know how to actually talk me through that situation. And one of these dental legal advisors actually become one of my really close friends. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if you know Chrissy Kane to Christina Kane. Um, she helped me out of the jam um, a long while ago, like literally maybe five or six years ago. I, I, had a, I had a legal issue that literally kept me up for all night, pretty much for almost like six months, I reckon. Um, oh, no. It was so stressful. Like, I just had some not-so-nice bosses and a not-so-nice workplace. Um, and, you know, she 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 really helped me out. Um, there was a point where I 
like none of my friends had encountered that situation before because we were all so young. Um, but she really kind of put calm and faith back into the situation for me. So, you know, if, if you are in a legal situation or you're in a situation where something didn't go right and you're worried that the patient is going to be unhappy, pick up the phone, call a dental legal advisor if you've got no friends or people that you can rely on or count on. Yep, and I think these guys are not only trained dental professionals, but they are actually trained um, to counsel people through these difficult times. Um, they understand the emotional upset that's also involved. So they are there to give you practical advice and they're also um, are a bit of a shoulder to cry on basically and um, they can basically make the next few steps a bit clearer because it's it's in action that we... Um, can resolve uh, these issues and, and move forward. And, of course, eventually there is a day, there does come a time where you can sleep again, where you don't think about it every day, um, where you shift your perspective. Um, so I think one of the main things that's come out of this is that none of us are immune to... Um, basically some of the debilitating effects of anxiety and perfectionism and you add a patient problem or a treatment problem to that it just fuels the fire and uh let me just add one thing which is a bit controversial to that um those nights that you can't sleep or those nights that you are stressed right um uh, over the years i've, I've started to love tea <laughs> I, I know this sounds really <laughs> weird but when you're stressed do, do as the british do and, and just drink some tea um, and if you're a bit more on the alcoholic side, I've, I've gone, you know, very fond of a glass of wine when I have those, you know, stressful moments. Um, or you could spike your tea. Exactly. You can spike your tea. Or if, if you're someone that just needs to binge on a bit of McDonald's or literally just, you know, um, figure out something that's going to de-stress you. So if you do a bit of yoga, then, then, you know, do a yoga sesh that night. Or if, you know, you're really stressed and you usually go to the gym, go have an awesome gym sesh, you know, get that stress out. Um, so there are many ways that you can learn to kind of de-stress yourself. Um, you just got to figure out what's going to work for you. Yeah, yeah. Mine's and, um, of all, yeah, it had, well, you still have a very trim figure, so clearly you don't have enough problems. <laughs> Thanks, Judith. Thanks. So really um, dentistry we know is a highly stressful profession. We are working in a tiny, teeny, tiny space expected to do super meticulous high precision work on a person that's anxious and moving and breathing and swallowing and awake and scared and on top of that, you have the pressure of um, scrolling through Instagram and seeing absolutely perfect versions of it. So I think the biggest messages um, from our chat tonight about about overcoming workplace stress and anxiety that's fueled by uh, perfectionism is one: don't believe in what you see on Instagram. What that means is it is just a snippet of of reality it's just we're just showing the best of the best and also we are trying to market to patients not yep. all of it is about educating to patients so remember when we are marketing to patients it is about showing putting your best foot forward yeah but sam is an amazingly accomplished dentist extremely skilled but I don't know if it makes people feel better that you spent six months not sleeping, but we do all have comfort in the fact that we are not alone. 
when it comes to this. Um, one of your super skills is networking and building a network of um, people who you have great relationships with, people who you can um, count on when things do go wrong, you have someone you can um, just lean on to say where, where to go from here, what should I do, someone, a, a non-judgmental ear that has, has your back and will provide you that that support. Of course, take advantage of your professional indemnity insurer. I think um, DPL, um, uh, Guild, um, a few of the others all have really um, professional uh, uh, advisors there that know exactly what you're going through and do all the things that are going to increase your resilience of course do things outside of dentistry drink tea play sport go to the gym drink wine appropriately of course yes but know that you're not alone that's exactly right you know i mean there's so many associations out there that can help you like the ada even has cro's that can you know give you advice when you need to if you're an ada member um, DPL and all those insurers have their dental legal advisors to have a chat to. Um, and if all else fails, you know, you should have that friendship and family network to kind of lean back on. You're not alone. So don't, don't kind of crawl into a little ball and into a little corner and cry yourself to sleep every night. I mean, you can still do that afterwards, but reach out to someone. It's, it's, it's not hard. And even if it's even not dental, you, there's so many support and men, like mental groups out there where they're outreach groups and you can literally just call on them and even head into one of the centers and say, Hey, I'm not feeling hundred percent. I need someone to talk to like the amount of times that you feel better once you talk, talk it out and, and kind of have a chat with someone about it. It just takes all that stress and anxiety off your shoulders. Yeah. Just when you finished grueling, the grueling um, thing that was dental school, there's a whole other host, a journey to embark upon. And I think, um, learning to build your resilience in as a dentist and um, uh, maintaining positive mental health and dealing with living with imperfection is, is, is all part of it. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, like the last thing I want to say is, is I think people really underestimate what dentistry is. So if you've seen that graphic before about what a dentist is and it's like, you know, we're a doctor, we're an engineer, we're an architect, we're literally an artist, we're a teacher, we're an educator. So, you have to understand that we are not just a drill and fill person. We're not just there to, to drill a hole and fill it. We need to basically treat the patients. We need to think about how to structurally solve a problem. We need to basically then relay that to the patient and let them know exactly what the best way forward is. We then need to sell that treatment and sell to the patient what needs to be done. And we need to basically juggle the costs, the emotions, what our practice wants to do, what our lecturers and our university have taught us over the years. So there's a lot of things that a dentist needs to be. It's one of the hardest professions out there. And once you realize that, then you should hopefully accept just that little bit more that you're in a tough profession and you're doing it really well so far. Yeah, I think um, they're all really, really great points to take away. Thank you, Sam, for sharing um, all of that and being open and vulnerable and um, talking about something I think we all, all really need to hear from time to time. Thank you so much for listening to the Dental Head Start podcast. I genuinely hope this is helping you become a better dentist. So if you like what you're hearing, make sure you subscribe on your podcast player and I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to social media and share something that you've appreciated from us with one of your friends. That's how the word gets out. That's how more people gain and benefit from what we're doing. 
And if you're a dental student or a graduate and you want to get a head start, go to dentalheadstart.com to find everything we're doing to help dental students become great dentists.